Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you today by Honey. Honey is a safe and most importantly free way to save money while shopping online. All you have to do is install the browser extension online and type in our show's personal code LNWJM and have free coupon codes found for you instantly. If you have any more questions about Honey, call 555-486-9273. That's 555-486-9273. Thanks. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Late Night with Jimmy Mazai with me, Jimmy Mazai, where today we've got quite an interesting topic that has been recently increasing in popularity, cancel culture. Now, it's not so much of a good thing that this topic has been getting more and more recognition on the internet due to all the damage that it has really caused to everyone on it. Some may see it as a way for us as ordinary people to speak out against all these higher-up companies and big celebrities, but in reality, it's just too complex of a situation to find it like that. It's been around for quite some time, and that's why it surprises me that not many people know much about it. How does it affect people? Where did it come from? Why even tell me about this? Well, we'll be answering all those questions, including more throughout the talk, so sit back and pay attention, because it's real important that everyone knows a little bit about cancel culture. So to get started, our first topic today has to do with what cancel culture actually is. Where did it start? How does it work? Things like that. So cancel culture never used to be as serious as it is today. The word canceled in an online sense used to be almost used jokingly towards those who had done something bad, said something bad, or overall just been exposed by the public. It gave people, and still does in some cases, a chance of hope to get their voices heard by higher up people or organizations. People who were stuck with the term canceled often still had a good chance of recovering from it. Owning up to your mistake and having the people actually forgive you is now privilege of the past in most cases today. Now it acts more as a modern day form of public humiliation to make others feel better about themselves. Like I stated earlier, it starts off by someone making a mistake that is seen by the entire world and ends with you at the mercy of the people. Depending on what you have done and what you intend to do to fix your behavior, people may forgive you. However, these days people want you to stay cancelled. Once you made the mistake, it is not common for people to see you as anything but your mistake. That's just the reality that cancel culture has come to. Our second topic has to do with what happens to those who are considered cancelled. What can happen to them? How do others treat them? Can they recover from it at all? Most people who are cancelled have to stay low in the beginning, since obviously not many people are going to take your words for truth or anything of value right after seeing your action. No one's going to feel sorry for you or show any form of pity for you. <clears throat> you are in a sense stuck after making your mistake. You can lose your job, respect from those close to you, and obviously respect from the rest of the world. Some even receive death threats from total strangers due to the lack of a filter that there is online. Overall, a great comparison to describe how you will be treated is having an entire mob after you all at once, meaning anything you try will practically be meaningless. So is recovery possible? The answer is tricky. Many find it hard to forgive and move on. Some never even do. It all depends on the situation at hand and the severity of the mistake that was made. The only option you have is to own up to your mistake, give it time, and let the people decide for you. The final main topic I have for today has to do with why people participate in cancel culture. To keep it simple, people tend to flock towards cancel culture for the simple aspect that it is drama. 
Something about getting their voice heard from such a distant, distant crowd excites them. Getting someone to act based on something you have said to them gives people a sense of empowerment. They will go against any means to feel this accomplishment sometimes. Whether it has to do with the mistake that everyone is mad at you for currently, or for a mistake that you made 20 years ago does not matter in this case. If they find something bad or out of context or poor behavior out of you, they will use it against you. Of course, some participate for good reasons, like how it is meant to be. Someone does something genuinely awful towards another, and we as people find justice in this situation. For example, George Floyd. The officer lost his job and is now facing charges. This is how it's supposed to be. Not having people physically and mentally harmed for calling someone a mean name. Now before we went live, our team set out to find a few people who have been affected by or just have their own opinions on cancel culture and ask them a few questions. Each person was asked to record the response and submit them to us for the podcast. So to start off, the first question was, what are your opinions on what happens to those who are canceled? Actor Brian Cranston, most famous playing for playing Walter White in Breaking Bad, had a great opinion on this topic. We live in this cancel culture of people uh, erring and doing the wrong, either on purpose or by accident. Isn't it possible that, that forgiveness plays a part in that and they are welcomed back in as opposed to creating more fences, creating more? You make, you make one mistake, gone. Another question asked was, do you think that people have become more and more sensitive over time? John Cleese gave some insight on his work life as a comedian traveling to all different kinds of places and how some people act these days. If people can't control their own emotions, then they have to start trying to control other people's behavior. And when you're around super sensitive people, you cannot relax and be spontaneous because you no idea what's going to upset them next. And that's why I've been warned recently, don't go to most university campuses, because the political correctness has been taken from being a good idea, which is let's not be mean, particularly to people who are not able to look after themselves very well. That's a good idea, to the point where any kind of criticism of any individual or group can be labeled um, cruel. And to keep it short, one last question was what is the reality of moving on from cancel culture and what happens after? The last submission is from comedian Sarah Silverman on how people overall need to forgive but not forget and how we need to keep it this way. In this cancel culture, and we all know what I'm talking about, whether you think there is one or there isn't one or where you stand on it, and there's a lot of gray matter there. But without a path to redemption, when you take someone, you found a tweet they wrote seven years ago or a thing that they said, and you expose it and you say, this person should be no more, banish them forever. They're going to find some place where they are accepted. These three stood out to me since none of them showed any amount of bias or hate towards specific people. They simply explained how people act and what happens regardless of what people think about the subject. More and more people are coming to realize how cancel culture has transformed into this unfair mob mentality that gives those little chance at any form of recovery. Unfortunately, cancel culture has no real leader or head of demand, so we cannot do much to tackle it. 
The best that we can do is to look at all stories from all aspects, rather than just one for the simple fact that we were not there and will never know the full truth. We most importantly need to learn to forgive as well. It is so hard to find forgiveness in people these days, and we need to change that. Thanks to everyone who listened, and I hope you enjoyed. We are every Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern, so don't forget to tune in whenever we're live. Have a good one and good night.